Hi, I'm Linda, self-love coach and hypnotherapist who loves a good yoga class in my pajamas, listening to the belly laughs of my baby boys, and hunting down the best vegan donuts. This podcast is for ambitious and soulful women who want to feel fulfilled in all areas of their life and are ready to dive deep into the mysteries and wonders of the subconscious mind in order to achieve that. So if you are ready to be let loose from the shackles of self-sabotage and design a life of emotional freedom and everyday abundance, you are in the perfect place because life can get even better than you imagine and the biggest shifts start inside of you. Welcome. So today I want to share something a little different with you that I don't think gets discussed enough. And it's often what is underneath the surface of so much of our overperforming and perfectionism and our drive to control as women who are um, very successful, ambitious, and, you know, fulfilling leadership roles, whether in our own companies or in established, you know, organizations and things like that. And it's this thing that I've seen with so many of the women that I've worked with. And, you know, I think oftentimes they don't realize until I point it out, they don't realize how much what they are experiencing is actually more the norm than it is the exception. So I'm talking about some of the drivers that lead us to be so competent, right? Highly competent to be such creative and effective problem solvers um, that enable us to withstand the large amounts of stress at our own, you know, to our own detriment, sometimes to our own harm. But the ability, the ability to think fast, to think under pressure, to respond quickly to a crisis, and then to therefore be the person that other people lean on in a crisis, whether that's your sister, your brother, your nephew, your boss, right? Um, And what lies underneath this for a lot of women, I'm not saying everyone, but a lot of women who are high performers, is that we have these backgrounds where we were, um, we had to grow up very quickly, let me put it that way. And that can be for many reasons. Some of us were were parentified, you know, we were treated like little adults when we were children, instead of just being able to kind of be children who were allowed to mess up, make mistakes, learn from our mistakes, experiment, right? We learned early on that we didn't really have that luxury, perhaps like some other children did. We had to make sure that when we did something, we executed on it and we did it really well, whatever that reason was, right? For me personally, there were, I mean, several reasons for this, but one of them being that, you know, my parents were immigrants. They themselves didn't feel like they had a lot of room to just sort of mess up and experiment and that everything would be okay because there wasn't always like a safety net, right, to catch them. If they couldn't figure it out, it wasn't going to get figured out, right? And there could be massive consequences to that, to like our actual safety and security and well-being. And so they couldn't give me, right, what they didn't have. They didn't have that sense of like playfulness and safety to give me that sense. 
And so I didn't really have that sense. (laughs) You know, I developed a sense of like, well, you got to figure it out quickly and it better be good because there's a lot riding on that decision. There's a lot riding on that choice or taking that risk. Right. Um, And so in a way it's helped me in that I've been very successful in the things that I've done. But for a large part of my life, I also wasn't really willing to try anything that I didn't know I could do perfectly from the jump because there's too much writing on it. Right. Even when that was no longer necessarily true, I still very much felt that way and operated that way on the inside. And so that's something that you may have to unlearn as a woman who is um, highly competent and successful, because perhaps you just never had that sense of safety to where you could just make a mistake and recover from it. And so you don't realize that now you're at a point in your life where that is true, you really can let go a little bit. And it'll probably be just fine. (laughs) And how do I know that again, from my own experiences, um, of recognizing that truth, as well as working with so many women who had to learn that truth later in life, and then saw, Oh, that's right. I it's not the same situation. It's not the same situation as when I was a kid. I'm living in a very different experience right now, but I'm still operating based on these old rules. And then there's um, another version of this that can be related to grief. There are some, um, you know, grief, there's some grief in my life story as well. And I find that there's a lot of women that I I work with who have whether it's, um, you know, a lost sibling, um, you know, a tragic loss, or, you know, a a health challenge, you know, severe health challenge with a parent that led to them not being here anymore. Um, Countless, just negative situations in their family line, that were really devastating. Um, losses of friends at a young age, uh, just so all kinds of grief in terms of losing people, as well as losing a sense of self or a sense of identity or a sense of connection, right? You may just lose people along the way uh, through betrayal, or just relationships that were never reciprocal. And that led to, you know, verbal or emotional abuse, um, just all forms of grief and losing, right? Losing connection, losing people, that are often in the background, um, the stories of the women that I work with. And that causes the sense of urgency, um, the sense of uh, almost survivor's guilt, right? And the women who are still here, you know, the women who are successful, and they're kind of, they're, they're achieving a lot, they're accomplishing a lot. But there can, it can feel a little bit like borrowed time, it can feel, uh, again, unsafe, a little uncertain, even though what you have be able, you've been able to create and build for yourself for your life is actually really just the result of the essence of who you are, right? We, we get these mixed up messages in our head, that the reason we've gotten to this place that we are is because we are, you know, maybe we're fooling people, um, perhaps it's because we're hustling so hard. And so we have to keep up with that. It's because people have false ideas about us that we have to also maintain, make sure you look perfect, make sure everything looks together that you never have a single doubt about anything. And you're fully confident all the time, you know, that that's the reason why you've gotten to where you are, as opposed to just like, no, you got there because of the essence 
um, of who you are as a human being. We lose that belief in that. We lose the sense of uh, stability that that could provide where we would just know that, you know what, because of what I have in me, because of the light that I have that can't be taken away um, and knowing that that thing is always stable inside of me, I don't have to worry so much. I don't have to operate in fear. I don't have to operate in response to lack or loss, you know, from somewhere in my, my family line or my personal history. I don't have to operate based all on that. Of course, these things are easier to sort of name and label. I mean, obviously, I have my my background as being a psychotherapist and someone who has been working with other people's subconscious minds and histories and thought patterns um, and habits and behaviors for a long time, as well as my own. So, you know, it's easy for me to, to kind of point that out and, and share that with you. It may be harder to digest and to think, well, I know I have some of that stuff, you know, in my background. Is that true of me? Hmm. Right? It's a little harder to, harder to digest. And this is in no way meant to shame, right? I I can relate to all these things, and there I can tell you there's plenty of other women who can too, who are in these you know higher level positions, just like you, um, who have these struggles, these internal struggles that are kind of messy to talk about, right? Like no, no one is putting that on their Instagram page <laughs> talking about, yeah, I, I you know I was parentified and I have a lot of grief, some of it's still unresolved and. I've been in relationships where I was verbally attacked constantly. And I, you know, and uh, it took me a while to leave that relationship or, you know, I had friends that treated me like garbage and I kind of let them do that for years. You know, no, you know, that's not really um, glamorous or flattering to talk about. And so we may think that we're alone when again, in terms of the woman that I've been working with, I would say it's more often than case, more often the case than not, to be honest with you. I think I just, you know, we live in a difficult world. (laughs) There's lots of things that are beautiful about our world. There's lots of um, amazing things to see and experience and people who are full of love and warmth and all of that. And we also know, and it really doesn't even matter when you're watching this. I mean, there's certain things that are going on in particular at this time, um, but it wouldn't matter because there is always something going on that is horrifying mind-boggling, um, deeply upsetting uh, in the world and makes you feel like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like what are we doing to each other? Um, so when you could watch this today, you could watch this 10 years from now and that would still be true. The fact is life can be really beautiful and life can be really difficult. And just by virtue of being a human being in this world, we all come across Uh, different experiences that are really painful to us, and that we can have a hard time reconciling quickly. And that's okay. (laughs) That just makes you human. Um, And when you know that some of that stuff could be creating baggage could be creating self sabotage that's coming out of a place of guilt or fear, just feeling paralyzed, whatever it is. Once you know that, and you learn how to work with that part of yourself, 
so that you can move through those waves of emotion as opposed to um, just drowning under it or sticking your head in the sand and pretending like it didn't even happen, um, you actually become much more powerful. And this is different from the need to control, right? Because the need to control really is fear-based. I think most of us know that. It's fear-based. It's the sense that everything's going to kind of fall apart if I don't have my hands on it at all times, right? When actually, if you're the only one who has your hands on something, more likely that you're going to have things fall apart. And I can speak to that until the cows come home from my own personal experience, (laughs) but I won't do that today. Um, So, you know, there's, there is room for growth here. There is room and capacity to build a different way of thinking about things, uh, the mindset that you have about yourself. There's always uh, room to change that. It's not a stuck pattern. It's not something that has to be inevitable. And, you know, once you learn how, it's just rinse and repeat for every new thing that comes up. <laughs> really, you know, like, no matter what the challenge is, no matter what the relationship issue is, no matter what, you know, the problem is with the promotion that didn't happen at work or the job that fell through, or whatever, it's really just rinse and repeat at that point because it's the same processes that you're going to use um, for each of those situations. And ultimately, it really does boil down to subconscious work and making sure that you are moving with the intuition of your body as opposed to moving against it. And so learning how to be more in flow with yourself, you know, listening to your body, the subtle messages that it sends, listening to that tiny voice of wisdom in your head that is always there, but that you can kind of lose track of or lose connection with just based on your day to day life or past experiences, when you know how to strengthen those connections, strengthen that body wisdom and that intuition, it makes you much less vulnerable to those lies and those false ideas that you're holding and those uh, nagging fears that um, can get so loud. And then you can make decisions based on intention, you can make decisions based on desire, you can make decisions based on the legacy that you hope to leave behind you, instead of all the other stuff that you may be basing your decisions on right now. And again, we've all been there. So that kind of freedom is priceless. And I just want to point out this pattern that I've seen, because just because you may fall into this category, along with all the rest of us who are already here, um, doesn't mean you can't have that freedom from self sabotage. It doesn't mean that you can't have further success without sacrificing your sanity or your health. Um, you are in a perfect position to learn about yourself, to grow, to master these challenges, and end up in the place uh, that you've dreamed of, where you actually can continue to be successful, continue to lead powerfully, but without uh, doing it from a position of lack or what you don't have or what you are not, right? Because those things really don't matter. They really don't matter. I hope that this blesses you in some way. And I thank you for listening. And I will talk with you next time. Be sure to check out the links for my program, Love Yourself Liberated. I am now enrolling in that group experience. And there is so much uh, in there for you if any of this resonated. So be sure to check that out and learn a bit more about what I have to offer you inside of Love Yourself Liberated. Take care. You hung with me to the end, my Shiro. 
If you benefited from this episode, please say thanks by leaving a wonderful review. It helps me know what's helping you the most and allows more like-minded women to find and learn from this podcast. We don't want to keep all the good stuff for ourselves. See you next time.